So Casey and Eistat went to Cannes. Who is this person? I don't know who it is. He's a... <laughs> he's a YouTuber. He was like an independent filmmaker. I don't know if you remember early HBO days. Or maybe not even that early. Like mid-2000s HBO days. Yeah. Him and his brother had a show called The Neistat Brothers. Um, and it was all like sort of... Uh, they do like scrappy... Like boots on the ground filmmaking about stuff. And like sort mm-hmm. of lo-fi. He is... Friends with the Safety brothers and shares an office space with Ilara. At least he used to. I don't know if they um, uh, have expanded since. Um, but uh, this is his, I, I think, his second. It could be more. He could have been to Cannes a few more times. This is the other day I was just looking at YouTube. And I think we all got this recommendation, or at least yes. uh, yeah. most of us. Um, <laughs> that was just, uh, I went to the Cannes Film Festival. Casey and I, I got invited video. to the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah, yeah, title. yeah. He's also, he's had like a lot of controversy where he was like complaining about crime in L.A. Oh, yeah. He, like, started a short form video app called Beam that fell off really quickly. But he was like. Uh, he's a vlogger primarily, uh, and like he calls them short films on his YouTube uh, channel. But he sure, just does like good. he was doing daily vlogs out of like he lives in New York. His wife is like a fashion person, um, but he um, uh, he went to Cannes I think as part of Elvis because in the video he's at the Elvis premiere, um, and I know they had like a lot of like. Uh, mm. Modely, sort of like uh, people there, just as like part of the whole, yeah, um, part of the whole Elvis thing. Sure. And, um, but in the video, he like talks about going. He's like hanging out with his wife a lot. Uh, they get cappuccino from the Hagen Dazs store. Um, they uh, he as rents a Vespa. Yeah, he rents a Vespa. There's a bit where his wife like lost a golden bracelet in the toilet. And they had like get uh, hotel staff to try and help them get it out, um, but a lot of the videos him talking about when he went in the mid two thousands because he was a producer on um, the Pleasure of Being Robbed, like an early uh, Josh Zappy uh-huh, short. Yeah, and he's also a producer on uh, Daddy Long Legs, like uh-huh. and the Independent Spirit Awards. You see him like there when they win the Cassavetes Award, I think, mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but he's just, like, part of that, that sort of yeah. Ilara crew. Uh, and it's just funny to see, like, the footage of the Safties there. Because, I mean, they're there for good time, you know, however many, like, ten years later. Um, oh. But it, it's just funny to, like, it's a lot of him, like, talking about the nostalgia of being at Cannes. Um, but, yeah, it's it's mostly a boring video. It's ten minutes Does long he go to I, movies at all? Not really. He's only there for, like, an event. Um, there's a lot of, like, drone footage of Cannes. Um, a lot of him talking to the camera about, like, how long it takes his wife to get dressed. It's, like, a very boring video. Like, yeah, it's, it's only ten minutes, and I did skim a lot of it. Uh, but, well, listen, Cannes Film Festival, if you want to invite us, we're happy to... Do something like that. We will certainly put together a 10-minute video that posts 
three months after the festival yeah. happened. I know. It did work very late. <laughs> and I was just, like, curious what took so long, because it's not very inspired. <laughs> um, but, I, yeah, I, I agree. Like, uh, if Kane was a... Invite us to the festival. I will make a 10-minute short that is 1 million percent better than the one Casey and I set put and out. perhaps <laughs> mentions the movies playing at the festival. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Can I Kick It? This is a podcast about film festivals. My name is Jesse Catherine Weber, and I'm joined by... Andy Germuga. Number one Casey Neistat, Stan Colin Ashley. <laughs> Emilio Diaz. All right. And a little later, we're going to have a game. But before yeah. that, <laughs> we've got some news. I hope I win. Uh, Who knows if we'll one of see. us could win? <laughs> we'll see how it all takes out. My, my bet is on Cullen winning. Uh, yeah. But yeah. I think our we... audience is going to be the winners, honestly. Mm, <laughs> so true, man. That's a but, good uh, Yeah, this is a casino. Andy. The house wins. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, we've got uh, Venice is happening. Telluride's happening. We're, we're recording this about a month. Uh, a month. A week before it releases. Uh, we're all in Toronto as you're listening to this. Look no, we're for... not. No, <laughs> Andy's not. Yeah. Oh, Andy's <laughs> nope. not. Most of us are in Toronto. Uh, aren't you so sad? An opening night you... to work tomorrow, baby. Sure. Aren't you so sad, uh, listeners, that you aren't getting the solo Andy episode that you could have gotten oh, uh, instead of us recording early? <laughs> uh, it would be yeah. three minutes long. <laughs> That's that. That's not true. Maybe I just re-released the ten-minute monologue I sent to Jack for eight debuts about uh, the uh, Kennedy Center honors. Mmm, that'd be great. Release that on the sicky feed. I did yeah. forty-five minutes by myself the other day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, yeah, we'll just give Andy the same list of people, and he'll give recommendations to all of them. <laughs> just say Empire of Light twenty-five times. <laughs> now, now, someone will get the Lost King. <laughs> yeah, yourself. <laughs> And all for me. <laughs> the new years. Uh, but yeah, we do have... We've got a little bit of news from other festivals. Uh, we've sure. got uh, Sundance started announcing... They're making stuff. moves over at Sundance. Yeah, they kind of did what I expected them to do, which is that it's still going to be hybrid. Uh, and they did say, which I... I'm not surprised, but is is I think cool that all of the competitive sections, uh, so the world dramatic narrative and documentary, as well as next, those are all everything will be online, which then leaves right. the premieres section as uh, if right. you want to bring something here that you don't want to put online, you can do that. Uh, so I think that should uh leave open like them getting back pretty close to normalcy of like having big directors and also like having yeah interesting discoveries and people should be able to check out a lot of those discovery titles right. online still so i it seems yeah. like they're a good idea to me yeah i think so right and they're gonna uh, it seems like they'll offer a really healthy amount of stuff online still yes like it's not just gonna be like like tiff this year is offering like what 30 titles or something yeah out of the total like, it should hundreds be that they're there should be like so. 10 to 15 i think usually in the four competition and like another 10 ish in 
uh, uh, next. So we're, we're probably looking at, like, uh, certain, I would say, definitely, like, over 50 things. And, like, if you, yeah. you can look at, like, what was in, right. uh, those competitions, and, like, maybe some of the bigger stuff will shy away from that. But, like, I, I would imagine there will still be interesting stuff. I think, like, stuff that does not have distribution, but still, like, has an interesting director or interesting actors right. in it. Mm-hmm. Like, that stuff, I think, will still be right. attracted. It's gonna, yeah, it's, it'll, it'll both, it'll like, be attracted by wanting to be able to potentially win an award, and also just, like, yeah. it could be helpful for that stuff to, like, also build some buzz through those online screenings. And it's not like there have been issues with, like, those movies leaking or anything like that. So, no. uh... I think the good news, good on the Sundance Film Festival. They've, yeah, and they uh, also, got... like, there's a very specific schedule, too. That's the other thing they're doing, right. I think, right? Yes. Like, where, like, the first weekend is just in person, yep. mm-hmm. and then, like, the week is online, and then I think it sounded like the, like, winners and stuff would not be online as well, like, they um, usually are. Or maybe I'm misremembering. I think they that. will, was my impression. Is the Yeah, sure. the, the last weekend, the winners. the winners will be online. Okay. Um, because the, yeah, the, so, the winners yeah. will be pulled from the stuff that is right, online, right? From the stuff anyway. that was online already. Yeah. Do sure. they have a director? Uh, uh, they said, I think Joanna Vincente is like in charge, right? Yeah, she's Didn't taking they? over for the position that Tabitha Jackson vacated, I think, and then Kim Yutani is still there, who was the head of programming, is my impression. They have not made a new hire, I don't think, to yes. replace. Uh, I can't remember if Vicente came on board before Jackson left or not, but it, it seems anyway like she is kind of filling that figurehead-y, PR-y position, even if it's not the same title. Uh, so yeah, uh, I think it was before, uh, but anyway... Uh, and then uh, we did get another acquisition, which is that uh, Janus Films has bought Godland, uh, the Icelandic film, uh, Hongir Palmason, uh, which is at Telluride, uh, premiered in Uncertain Regard at Cannes. It's also at TIFF. I think I will be seeing it. Uh, I'm looking forward to it. And so it should be... I don't, uh, I don't know if they, like, had, like, a... This is when we're thinking it'll come out. I, I, one would expect that it might make more sense for next year, though it could be an Oscar right. submission as well. I, the, I, I haven't been under the impression he's necessarily like that kind of like uh, yeah. populisty filmmaker, but like the fact that it's at Telluride and I don't know how it's done there, maybe this is more like that. Right. Uh, well, yeah. If if it's um. If it's an international feature Oscar play, it doesn't really have to like right, properly yeah. come out in the they U.S. Can just, before like, the end of the year. Kind of half. Give it a couple. Of, so yeah, yeah, that would be my guess. Uh, and then yeah, so tell your oh, and then uh, Toronto made uh, a few announcements. First, yeah. unfortunately, the uh, Jason Reitman live read has been canceled uh, due to circumstances outside of the festival's control. Who knows what he's up to? Maybe they heard Andy wasn't going to be able to show up. <laughs> no, they heard I might be stalking Jason Reitman, and they got worried. Sure. Yeah, Jason Reitman was like, "Hold on, I can't, 
I, I gotta stay out of Toronto. <laughs> Uh, I'm one guy who was at the front runner screening in 2018. (laughs) 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 But yeah, they then they but then they replaced it. I think on the day it was canceled, uh, which there wasn't like a big. They didn't like announce that. No, it was just like on the page. Yeah, the schedule was like actually (laughs) this isn't happening. It was a funny situation where I was like looking for the tweet so I could do like a joke quote tweet of it, and there just wasn't one. I was like, wow, they really did not care. Uh, maybe just no one was buying tickets to it. No, yeah, no that tickets is very funny. Like, I don't think that would have been the case. It uh, seems unlikely, but I wonder how popular it was on Tiffer. We can't check now because I'm sure they took it off. But yeah, I don't how many, know how many hearts it had. Yeah, but anyway, they did announce two new things, a movie and an event. The movie is uh, called Biosphere, starring uh, Mark Duplass and Sterling K. Brown, uh, and only those two people, uh, apparently, is the last two people left on Earth. Uh, It's directed by uh, Mel Eslin, who is... I think this is her first uh, movie she's directed, uh, but she is, like, the head of Duplass Brothers Productions. Uh, So it's, I guess, an in-house thing for them. Uh, I don't know. One of those actors is a good actor. Uh, One of them... It's on the morning show. <laughs> is the worst performance on the morning show. That is Let's that true? Real. I mean, that seems very possible. <laughs> that yes. is such a fucking burn. I mean, <laughs> Mark Duplass, the last like five to ten years. I mean, he has like career. a terrible character. But sure, yeah, it's, but it's yeah. it's rough. Uh, yeah, he's uh, not good. I think. Yeah. Um, anyway. And Did then, you see Dark Thirty. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I, I can't believe my brain just recalled that, <laughs> but I haven't seen that movie in ten he like, years. He's but. like works with Gandolfini, I think. That sounds right. Yeah, he, I just remember yeah, him as a like, guy in like a college. Yeah, friends, Chastain, and yeah, like giving yeah, her some inside yeah. information or something. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, the big ticket item is, of course. Uh, the conversation... A 35mm screening. Yep, it is. It's one of three uh, film prints that will screen at the festival. There's one in each uh, wavelength short section as well. Uh, And that is, of course, All Too Well, which is screening as part of In Conversation with Taylor Swift, an event that uh, I believe uh, sold out before it was announced. Uh, so, yeah, the impression that I get is it Mm -hmm. truly was just, like, I bet if we announce this, a bunch of Taylor Swift fans will buy buy memberships to see if they can get it, and then none of them did, and also the membership, uh, redemption for tickets yesterday was disastrous because the Taylor Swift fans were all trying to get tickets to a thing that was sold out, so people were waiting in a queue for, like, four hours. Uh, Really good stuff. It's in the light box. It's not even in one of the big theaters, because I I assume because they 
did not want to or were not able to outfit one of those theaters with a 35 millimeter projector. Uh, so there's going to be like 200 people there or something. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, very funny. Have fun, people who are at that event. Yeah. Uh, I mean, what? I'm sure she'll have lots yeah. of insights on making a short film. Uh-huh. Yeah. Did she direct uh, it? Yep. She directed yeah. it, yes. Wow, I didn't know that. She oh, wants did, to... Just... She, they're, like, gunning for a short film Oscar for it, yep. so we'll see. I, she I... doesn't have a great history, history with Oscars, so, like, they, mm. like, there's not her cat song. They, yeah, they... Write the cat song. I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. Um, uh, to she's go back really to funny in cats, <laughs> she's pretty good in cats. Um, Bumble Arena. Um, British accent. Yeah. Mm. Uh, there for like a minute thirty. They gave her right. <laughs> she has an appropriate amount of screen time in that movie. I think. I think they, they know made her just like thick as hell. Um, and uh, she loves Sadie. cats. Sure. Sadie Sink's also in town. Maybe she'll pop in. For the whale, yeah. Sure. I'm sure they can pull Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> Dylan O'Brien. There's no Jake Gyllenhaal movie, right? There's Jake... Is Jake, Jake uh, no. no. I don't... You, know. you imagine? Um, <laughs> like, WWE-style, like, music hits. Jake Gyllenhaal starts running and... <laughs> Red scarf on. In the I light think. box, that would be really <laughs> funny. If I understand Twitter references. <laughs> right, that's the important uh, thing that he, like, stole from her or something? This. I don't know. I don't know. Um, that was what they... That was their, uh... Their little tease was they... Right tweeted the eyes with a scarf emoji and I was like what is this and then I opened their flies and everyone was like holy shit Taylor Swift uh they're uh this is right. maybe not something to put in the podcast but we should put like Taylor Swift all too well tiff in the title of the episode <laughs> <laughs> it'll definitely be in the episode description yeah. for sure yeah. <laughs> I think we can make it into the title and I think we should yeah. also leave this in so that everyone knows why it's in the title right. and the Swifties know who to attack which is Cullen who came no, up with the I'm idea Andy. <laughs> I love Broadway <laughs> and we did talk about it we talked about it we gave you what you wanted we did better than uh, Tiff if you gave them a bunch of money and you get nothing. Us, you get yeah. five minutes of us talking somewhat ambivalently about Taylor Swift. <laughs> yes. Check out our coffee. If you're yeah. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. If you donate to the coffee, Andy will go to the all too well. Andy Costume with Jake Gyllenhaal. I'll, I'll, I'll record a cover. Costume with Jake Gyllenhaal. What does yeah. that even look like? <laughs> Listen, that's up to Andy. <laughs> Judges I'll go with his name in Nightcrawler, I guess. That's the most easily <laughs> That's the one that you think like, of. I don't know. <laughs> that is kind of the Jake Gyllenhaal performance, like in a weird way. Sure, sure. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Or uh, maybe I'll be Mr. Mr. Music. That'd be a lot of fun. Mm. Could be Mr. Music. What if I just show up and just do man on the street bits outside? I always oh, think, like interviewing yeah, Taylor Swift this, fans. Yeah, like, every festival we've been to for years. <laughs> like it, like like doing do like it. jaywalking but, style, like asking like Taylor Swift fans who like Bellatar yeah. is, like that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how don't well that would uh, transfer to audio, but yeah, we'll yeah. throw it up if you uh, produce it. Certainly, there's room on the feed. This yeah. will be our first YouTube short. 
Yeah, mm. it'll just be like, I mean, what yeah, do you think of Taylor Swift? Now look behind you, it'll just be Andy. <laughs> 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 it's like, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be it'll be Andy singing a part a bit from Sunday in the part with George. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, um, I think I will be seeing Verkmeister harmonies. Hopefully, while you all produce this bit. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, if but, if I may circle back to something before we move on, sure. uh, the, uh, the the Jason Lightman Reitman live read on Tiffer currently has two hundred and fifty three likes hearts. So I don't know that maybe have gone down since they like announced it was canceled, but that's mm-hmm. the current numbers two fifty three as we record. Sure. Did you have it on your short list? No, I did not. Wow, that's pretty damn. I'm not gonna be there. It's on Friday the ninth. I'm uh, not gonna be there yet. Sure. 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 Yeah. As goes Andy, so goes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, so there are two festivals that are happening. Uh, they are. Uh, and there have been big movies. Uh, so I, yep. I think we're just a lot of them are movies that we'll be seeing soon. Some of them yes. that we'll be catching up with later. Uh, but I guess we are just gonna try and kind of briefly just be like, what is the general reaction to the movies that have premiered yeah. over the last like five, four or five days? Yeah, I would like to start with like the most acclaimed film of either festival. Just like it's what seems like a masterpiece, which I'm, I'm of course talking about Pearl. A24's Pearl. <laughs> mm. Playing the Midnight Madness section at, at TIFF. Yeah, the number is now up to, I think, 200 if you want me to see Pearl at TIFF without seeing X. Uh, it's still... Uh, throw it into the coffee. Still, uh, I think, still an open offer when this episode airs. We'll see if there's any... Uh, Pearl right, you might have to like. Well, at this point, it's like you'll ha- you'll uh, might have to skip something you have already scheduled or whatever yeah. to fulfill it. Like, well, no, I could just go at midnight. <laughs> I, sure. Assuming that doesn't. Do you agree? Out. Like, is part of the deal that you will stay awake, that you won't fall asleep during it, or is that like uh, do you deserve the right to fall asleep? Uh, sh- I think wow, two fifty, will... and I will uh, promise to not fall asleep. Two hundred, and I'll do my best. Uh, so yeah, um, no refunds if you donate that money and it turns out that Pearl is sold out and I can't get in. Um, did you have anything to actually say about it, Emilio? No. I mean, it's just just funny that a bunch of people were like, Pearl's great. Just like, what a, what a funny thing. I mean, that happened with (laughs) X too, didn't it? Kind of. I guess, that but that was, that was like, like a South, South crowd. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there were less people there, but I feel like people generally at South by were like, Ty West is back! Yeah, I mean... Uh, and then it came out, and it was like, eh. Uh, but yeah, I guess just trying to go vaguely, chronologically, uh, we start uh, White Noise, which... Right. I, it's white noise. It sounds like Noah Bombach made white noise. Uh, hard to say. I didn't realize Danny Elfman did the score. Yeah, that was announced cool. pretty late. I'm sure. Yeah, we've maybe have discussed it, but I had forgotten. I, I, I don't know we if had. we talked about it. It was announced with. It was announced before the LCD sound system song, but not significantly. Sure. Um, A lot of uh, Spielberg comparisons. Yeah, I do. I think uh, Bill Gibbs 
uh, review of it is good. Uh, and, like, I think he even maybe mentions Inherent Vice, which, like, that was just, like, my kind of baseline for the reaction is, like, this sounds like the Inherent Vice reaction. And in his review, he was like, it is good and better than a lot of people are saying. It's not that good, which also seems reasonable. Uh, but we'll sure. see. Uh, and then, yeah, uh, next day at, uh, Venice, uh, a highlight and a low light, it seems like. Uh, tar, everyone's yeah. big into. Tar sounds great. Everyone's into it. Uh, Bardo, not so much. Uh, we'll see. Bardo uh, is gonna be interesting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It people are already digging into like I'm gonna like this or whatever. It's interesting. It looks the people who are doing it's, that. Sure, it sounds quite bad. I, I mean, it's another one where I think Bilga's article is really good. Where he was like, I was kind of primed to like this, and even I was like, no, this just sucks. Uh, that it's that's a fun read. Um, right. So yeah, which is also know. that one's at. Telluride also, which I think it is, is. wild because that's and the only other fest it's doing, right? Is so far, yeah. Tiff and Telluride, and I haven't, yeah, or, uh, the, like big ones, yeah. It's not doing Tiff or Niff, uh, yeah. And so yeah, it's it has I think the longest um, theatrical rollout that uh, Netflix has ever given a movie. It's like coming out in Mexico November? at the right, end yeah. of October. Right, yeah. And then I think the first week of November is the, um, when it starts rolling out in the U.S. and other countries, and then it doesn't come out on yeah. Netflix until December. Right. Uh, and we did also With the get... caveat that they haven't announced when, uh, Glass Onion's coming out in theaters Right. Yet. So... I guess that's maybe still in the works. Uh, and, yeah, like, and White Noise is similar. White Noise, I think, also has, like, about a month. A uh, month or six weeks, something, or somewhere. Yeah, it's, range, I so. think it's the last weekend of November is when it starts rolling out theatrically, and then December 30th on Netflix, uh, check out White Noise. Christmas Eve, for... or New Year's Eve. Yep. Or the night before. Uh... So, yeah. And then, like, uh, next day, uh, Bones and All, like, sounds very mixed. I don't really know what's up with that movie. I just assume it's bad and still assume it's bad. The Wiseman reaction (laughs) has been interesting. A lot of people are just like, why is this in competition? This is boring. But then I've also seen people being like, no, this is closer to his documentary work than people are saying. Uh, Athena, the Romain Gavris movie, that one will be on Netflix by the end of this month. Uh, another really good review from Bilga. Uh, Who yeah, loved he that liked movie. a lot. He's yeah, so he loved that, that movie. movie. Yeah. yeah, and like I didn't really like The World Is Yours, which was his most yeah. recent movie that was also on Netflix. Uh, but uh, that is a review that. Uh, Made me more interested in giving it a chance. Uh, then, uh, yesterday at Venice, uh, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, the Laura Poitras, I think, like, it sounds like the sort of hype that was building has mostly been lived up to, of, like, this is a documentary that they put in competition at Venice, and is it New York? Uh, I... I am thinking I will be able to fit it in at TIFF, even though I'm not familiar with Poitras. There's definitely, like, a lot of... Okay, it's... It, th- that... 
even maybe more so is Tar than Tar seems to be like the most consistently like people like this uh, out of Venice, and then also uh, Monica in Argentina in nineteen eighty five, which are smaller movies uh, premiered. The, the Monica's the one with Trace Lissette and Patricia Clarkson in Argentina in nineteen eighty five is the one. Uh, directed by Santiago Mitre that he co-wrote with uh, Mariano Yines. That one is out on Amazon at the end of this month, I think. Or maybe they're putting it out theatrically at the end of the month and on Prime in October. And those both, like, seem to have gotten, at the very least, polite receptions as well. Also yesterday at Telluride, uh, or was that the night before? Uh, anyway, uh, women talking. I think that was it. Was all last? Yeah, night. that was, was last night. Was the first night. Sure. Uh, women talking. Anyway, sounds great. I mean, like Telluride's just like weird because it's like mostly Oscar pundits there, which are like I, uh, you know, take what make what you will of that. But they all like it, which is like okay. I like Polly, so if she's even winning over Oscar pundits, great. Right, uh, and like yeah, and they're like it's gonna be in the conversation for stuff. Yeah, which is, like, which is interesting. you know that's yeah that is cool to hear for her. Uh, and she she got one of the tribute awards as well as uh, Kate Blanchett and someone else. Uh. But yeah, uh, the I know Justin Chang is like a, a critic critic who is there and really liked it as well. So it's not I I I I would be very surprised if it's a situation where like it shows up at TIFF and more critics see it and like this isn't actually good. Uh, also, just given what I have heard of uh, or what, what what I know of Polly, uh, and then today oh, and then the other one at Telluride, which was. Uh, Empire of Light, Empire which of that, Light. that is the situation yeah, where, maybe. like, the pundits all like it, and the few critic critics are like, no, this is bad. Uh, uh, so yeah, and I'm then, excited. like, today so far at Venice, uh, I know, I think the, the Rebecca's Litowski, that reviews have come out, Other People's Children with Virginia Fira, that sounds pretty good, it sounds like is really good in it. The Penelope Cruz movie, I've also heard a few like, this is pretty good, I don't think the embargo's lifted on that yet, I don't, the embargo hasn't lifted on the whale yet either, but there were reports that like, at the critic screening, people were breaking out into applause when Brendan Gleeson's name showed up in the credits. Fraser. Brendan Fraser's name. Brendan Gleeson. Fraser. Yes. Uh, Gleeson's tomorrow. Um, yeah. and that would be really funny if he swiped Brendan Fraser's Oscar, <laughs> Oscar narrative, <laughs> Brendan Gleeson in the... <laughs> I mean, listen. I'm looking forward to that movie. Uh, still. Uh, I think I'll see it at TIFF. Uh, but yeah. Uh, and he also, like, they did a press conference this morning, and everyone's... Uh, the Brendan Fraser narrative seems potentially unstoppable, which, sure. Uh, he may well be good. Uh, and so, yeah, I think that's what has happened so far what, as what about, of uh, Sunday I afternoon. don't know... Master Gardener? Oh, yeah, I wasn't looking at the stuff out of competition. Yeah, Master Gardener sounds like a Paul Schrader movie. 
Yeah. Uh, He's given juicy quotes about it. Uh-huh. Not going to be on it's Obama's a, top ten. It's um, a gumbo of no-nos. Uh, what a silly um, name. I think The Kingdom has premiered, which, like, inevitably not that many people were going to see. Right. They got to uh, catch up on the first two seasons. Sure. Yeah, and also just, like, you're not going to... It's just, like, a right. thing of, like, if, like, if, if it's only two episodes, you're not going to be like, oh, I'll just watch two episodes of a show that I don't know when it's coming out. But then also, if you're at Venice, it's like, you're not going to make necessarily time for uh, six hours of something. Uh, so, like, I, I, I've i seen, like, what you'd expect, like, a couple of people being like, this is good, and a couple of people being like, no thank you. Uh, and then, yeah, I think as far as stuff i mean like the the venice days stuff i've heard like a lot of positive stuff about a lot of those things stonewalling which i might be able to see um uh yeah it sounds like there's good stuff in there i think the ferrara movie premiered which uh the the semi movie maybe (laughs) even that sounds interesting uh, but yeah, so, and we'll, we'll, we'll try and catch more up on, uh, Venice, uh, after we get back from TIFF, yeah. we've got some so, yeah, plans. the awards will be happening, the, like, yeah. yeah we'll also, week, we'll but... see if the awards are particularly exciting. Right, there get, might be a bonus uh, episode a recorded bonus episode on recorded, uh, in person. Uh, yeah, you know, uh, there'll be more Venice stuff. Uh, but yeah, I think that gets us caught up, which means, Cullen, the floor is yours. Yeah. So it's game time, as they say. Mm Mm-hmm. A few weeks ago, maybe even a few months ago, I pitched to the group DM, uh, I want to do a, uh game episode because uh just as like an episode to do bank up we won't have to watch a movie for it and i was like i want to do a version of the chase which mm-hmm. is a british game show that they brought to america yeah i think unsuccessfully um, yeah i i was i don't i remember this summer that they tried to do it on the game show network uh but i don't remember the next summer it's still being around is it not back? I swear I saw. There's like a there's like an ABC version or something that oh, has like the Jeopardy guys, wow. right? Yeah, I mean, yeah, and has like that one Jeopardy guy, but not. The, the oh, whole hour. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. whole hour's yeah. on it. Ken Jennings is on it sometimes. I think like sure. they like yeah, they swap so. out like big Jeopardy guys. So, okay, yeah, the, the... I didn't remember they were doing that. Yeah, when they first tried to bring it over, they like brought over one of the British guys. Yes, the pr- well, the premise was uh, of the show is that it's trivia against an expert and the whole thing is it's a team of people against this expert and they're being chased and you're trying to sort of uh avoid the person catching you by answering uh, questions correctly and it's like a three-round game i was gonna set it up and then like as we get closer to the episode i was like oh i'm gonna have to write like 40 trivia questions (laughs) about the festival season uh, or the fall festival season which is untenable for me. <laughs> Maybe we'll return to it in the future. I'll try and, you know, get my act together and make yeah, you the can full game. Crowd we'll hire some writers. Questions. Yeah. Sure, yeah. yeah, yeah. We'll source questions. And the, the way it was just going to be a team of Andy and Emilio versus our film festival expert, Jesse. 
Which is all to say that I have a few rounds of games set up, and the way we're going to do it is just, I think they did this on Comedy Bang Bang, um, there's going to be different sort of question answer games. I'm going to read the questions, you're going to buzz in just by saying your name, okay. and that's how you'll answer the question, and I'll go to you, and we'll just, we're just going to go through all of these. Okay. Um... So, the way the chase works is they usually do a, uh, it's like a rapid fire, you're answering questions to build up points, and that's you establish your, like, uh, your money. They, they play for money, and then, like, the person who is chasing you, they have all these weird nicknames. There's mm-hmm. a big guy whose name was The Beast. Yeah, that was the guy uh, who was on the first American attempt as well. I remember um, him. And they'll they'll be like, uh, you can go up to this amount, or you can go down to this amount, or just stay at where you're at with like what you've accumulated through the first round. So in the first round of the sort of mini game establishing uh, how many points everyone has, which there's not going to be any points that way. I'll try and keep track of what points people are getting. <laughs> so yes, yeah, so everyone will just buzz in with their names when uh, you think you know the answer. And the first round is I'm just going to list movies. And you need to tell me what festival it played at. It's going to be Cannes, Venice, or Berlin. They're all competition titles. I had to ask a few Venice ones because we just talked about them. I did not think (laughs) that through. Um, We should have recorded this segment first before we did the news segment. Uh, I mean, it's fine. Um, And then, so you'll just buzz in with your name, as I've said. And if everyone's ready, we'll get started on the first of our games. (laughs) Great. So I'm going to just say a movie and buzz in. Tell me what festival it it's premiering at. at. It, pre- and it, it is it is this still structured such that Andy and Emilio are collectively competing against me? No, 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 no. It's free for all now. Okay. Um, Great. All right. All right. Boy from Heaven. Jesse. All right. Can. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> this is going to be crazy. <laughs> That seemed to go relatively normal. I don't know why Love you're life. so excited. Je- Jesse. Go ahead. Venice. Yep. A piece of sky. Jesse. Go ahead. Berlin. Yep. <laughs> Alright. Hey, Emilio. Remember you buzzing with your name? <laughs> name a movie someone's heard of, Colin, please. The Eight Mountains. Jesse. Go ahead. Can. Yep. Uh, Beyond the Wall. Andy. Andy. Uh, Berlin. Wrong! Okay. <laughs> Is it, now does someone else get an opportunity? Yeah, anyone, okay. anyone can still. Beyond the Wall. Jesse? Go ahead. Venice? Correct. <laughs> um, alright, 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 alright. Uh, the Almond Tree. Emilio. Go ahead. Berlin? Wrong. Andy. Go ahead. Can? Correct! Hey, now I'm on the board. Now we got a game going. Now we <laughs> Wait, game so going. these... Did you say these are all from competition? Yeah. I don't know what that is. This is just... Uh, okay. Uh, per the list. Um, okay. I should have been crossing Who's off the the director of that movie? Valeria Bruni Tedeschi, which I think is now called Forever oh. Young, maybe? Yes. Yeah, but it was yeah. called the Almond Tree, okay. so that's that, uh, you know okay. up for debate. But um, uh, yeah, I'm not disputing the point. I just want to to be able to learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, it's one to three right now to zero. Uh, no, it is one to five. Five <laughs> to zero. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Uh, I really already forget which ones I've said. Um, <laughs> Jesse, do you remember which ones you've gotten? Of the night. Jesse, go ahead. Berlin, yep. great movie. Yep, yep. Um, Mother and Son. Jesse, go ahead. Can. Yep. Uh, uh, Saint Omer. Andy. Jesse. Ooh, okay. <laughs> that was. I did hear Jesse first. Okay, go for it. Uh, Venice. Correct. <laughs> um, uh, 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 call Jane. Emilio. Andy. Jesse. Oh, Emilio. Emilio got it. Uh, Berlin. Correct. <laughs> no. Right. It was also at Sundance. Sundance. It was, it, well, it yeah, but it, it's just it these was, three. It but it was in competition, competition at, at Berlin. Berlin. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> um. Uh, 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 Layla's brothers. Jesse. Go ahead. Can. Yeah, okay. I could have gotten that one. I was at the premiere of it at Can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, 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 that kind of summer. Jesse. Go ahead. Berlin. All right, and I think that's the first round done. Great. Uh, right. So, so far the scores uh, are at... Ten to Jesse, one to Andy, and one to Amelia. So now the next round. (laughs) This one is multiple choice questions. Okay. Okay. Um, So presumably we have to wait till you finish reading all the choices to buzz in. Yeah, you'll buzz in after I read all the choices. But first, here, this one I I couldn't do multiple choice for, Um, and Jesse is not allowed to answer this one. This is a catch-up round. For Andy and Emilio, it's one worth how many points? The whole uh, round? Uh, it's just one question. Um, okay. Let's say it's worth four points. Great. So to bring either Great. of you up to five, um, what won the Golden Bear at Berlin? Um. Hmm. Uh. Yeah. Uh, Emilio. Go ahead. Uh, Alcaraz. Yep. <laughs> By Carlos Simon. Okay. Mm-hmm. We did That's an episode. Right. We watched. On we her... watched your first movie, which yes, is good. Correct. Um. All right. All right. So now we really got a game going. Ten to five to one. Jesse, Great. Emilio, Andy. Thanks classic. for pointing at me when you said one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, this is a classic reminder of why I could not be on a track team because I have a notoriously bad reaction time. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So these are sort of just very general festival of this year questions. Some of them are a little sillier than the others. Um, but, uh, Okay. So, which of these directors in competition at Venice 2022 has not won a Golden Lion? Darren Aronofsky, Jafar Panahi, or Alejandro Gonzalez? Emilio. Jed? Emilio? Jafar Panahi. Incorrect. Jesse. Jesse? Alejandro Gonzalez. I also think Emilio tried to buzz in before you finished reading the third option, but... Oh, sure. Okay. Yeah. Um, no okay. Done. Okay. No so, harm, no foul. So yeah, we'll wait until I've finished reading the answers. Um, <laughs> okay. Okay. So only one film from Berlin competition this year is playing at TIFF. And now tell me which one it is. That kind of summer by Denis uh, Cote, R- Return to Dust by Lee Rujin, or Peter von Kant by Francois Ozone. Emily. Yes. I heard Amelia first. 
It's a return to dust. I mm -hmm. think that is correct, but I did not mark it which ones are correct. correct. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is correct. Peter Von Kant yeah. is coming out, is out in the U.S. currently, and uh, that kind of summer played at the light box like a week ago. Okay. Um, so, another question. <laughs> Can standing ovations are obviously talked about a lot. And this year, Elvis had the honor of being the longest for this festival. How long was the standing ovation for Elvis at Cannes? 12 minutes, 15 minutes, or 17 minutes? Andy. Andy. I think it was 12 minutes. Andy is correct with 12 minutes. <laughs> and I will cut out the middle. <laughs> Let me make sure. Not so much out. editing we're going to do on this too. episode. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We're all good. Editing okay. little dings. At <laughs> yeah, I'll do dings. I'll do dings. <laughs> Um, I'll do dings and I'll do eh whenever anyone gets it wrong, <laughs> or whenever I talk. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, who won the Silver Bear for Best Director at this year's Berlin Film Festival? Claire Denis for Both Sides of the Blade, Hong Sang Soo for the Novelist film, or Ulrich Seidel for Remini? Jesse. Jesse. Claire Denis. Correct. Correct. It was Claire Denis. Um, I, I had a feeling. I thought it was that, and then I was like, Jesse definitely knows. So I didn't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, here, Andy Emilio, for a bonus point, what award did Hong Sang-soo win for the novelist film? Screenplay. Incorrect. Andy, screenplay. Yeah, incorrect. <laughs> Great. Emilio? Chance to steal? Um, Hong Sang-soo won... Five seconds? He won. Ooh, and that's time. He won the jury prize. Anticlimactic. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, <laughs> um, Alright. Which one of the winners of the big three, which I believe is the Golden Lion at Venice, the Golden Bear at Berlin, and the Palm Door at Cannes? Yes. From 2021, returned okay. to the festival they won and won at as part of the jury in 2022. Was it Radu Jude, who won for Bad Luck Banging Your Looney Porn, Julia DeCornow, who won for Titan, Titan, or Audrey Dewan, who won for Happening? Andy. Jesse. Andy, I heard first. Audrey Dewan. Correct, correct. All right, that's the end of round two. <laughs> okay, so point point update uh so yeah so we'll do the points so right now jesse's in the lead with 12 emilio is in second place with six and andy has three um all right so this one there's only three questions so the answers are going to be worth <laughs> or the, it's going to be worth two points each great okay so this i wrote a couple days ago or, or earlier last late last week um and then earlier this week as we're recording it i heard a different podcast where they played a similar game so I just want to clarify that I did not steal this from a podcast. Um, <laughs> but this is a Cameo-themed game. We all know Great. the app Cameo, mm -hmm, where mm -hmm. uh, celebrities, famous people, what have you, will record whatever message you want for them within reason, I assume. Um, right. And they'll do a Cameo for you. So the first question, uh, same way of answering. Um... On our podcast, we have covered three separate episodes of the TV show Entourage. Which of the main four actors from Entourage is on Cameo? Jerry Ferrara, Kevin Dillon, Adrian Grenier, 
or Kevin Connolly? Emilio. Jesse. Emilio, I heard first. It has to be Kevin Dillon. Correct, Emilio. (laughs) He plays Johnny Drama on Entourage. Okay, question two. The Venice 2017 competition has the honor of having the most actors I found on Cameo. (laughs) Which of these actors is not on Cameo? Steve Zahn, who was in Lean on Pete. Doug Jones, who was in The Shape of Water. Or Cedric the Entertainer, who was in First Reform. Jesse. Jesse. Steve Zahn? Correct. Steve Zahn is not on Cameo. (laughs) Doug Jones and Cedric the Entertainer are. So that's two points for Jesse. That makes total sense. (laughs) <laughs> All right, Venice Golden Lion winner somewhere star Chris Pontius is on cameo. <laughs> How much does it cost to get a cameo from him? Sixty nine dollars, one hundred and sixty nine dollars, or two hundred and sixty nine dollars. Andy, Emilio, Andy, I heard first. Uh, two hundred and sixty nine dollars. Wrong. <laughs> Emilio, Jesse, I heard Emilio. One hundred and sixty nine dollars. Correct. Correct. Damn it. Mm-hmm. All right. That is the end of the third game. Always got to go for the porridge that's just right. So this one is the closer. Point update? Points right now. Jesse's sitting at a cool 14. Emilio has 10. And Andy has 3. So in the past of the show, we've played something called the Ken Loach game. <laughs> oh boy. Um, is he coming had- back? We had the Ken Loach game the first time, which was a smashing success. Maybe the best thing I've ever done we on the podcast. We have to recap the history of the Ken Loach game and every time. the second time yeah. I waffled, we did a very bad version of the Ken Loach game. That was the, the one where you time. forgot to write any fake ones, or choose any real ones, wasn't it? Yes, I think yeah. so. Everyone was just able to <laughs> sniff out what I did. Um, the third time, we brought it back. I don't remember why we brought it back, but it, w- it was made for a Christmas episode. But it was I called so. Two Kins and a Lynn. Where I would say, uh, you would have to pick out which of the titles that was either a Ken Loach album or a Ken Loach film or an album by the band Lynn. We've also this year uh, been talking a lot about the movie Women Talking and its star Ben Wishaw. So the Ken Loach game four is called Ken Lynn or Ben. (laughs) And you have to tell me whether or not the name I'm telling you is someone who is listed in the past members uh, section of Lynn's Wikipedia, a character that Ben Wishaw has played at some point in his career, or one of the characters from Palm Door winning film, When That Shakes the Barley, directed by Ken Loach. Okay. There's there's Ken nine of these. Truly, going, they're gonna... an anyone's guess game. <laughs> uh, worth three points each. Great. Um, <laughs> you or, said there's nine. There's nine. It's gonna go okay. quick, is my assumption. <laughs> right. I'm just thinking about the number of points that are at stake. Sure, sure, sure. Listen, you've created a game that's compelling until the end. Yeah, all right. That's true. The first rounds don't really matter, and that's the great all, way all great games should be. <laughs> all right. Damien. Just the first name? I thought that's all I'm giving. Jesse. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse. Loach. Correct. That is... Uh, no, 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 no. The game is Ken, Len, or Ben. Okay, not sure. Loach. Yeah, okay. 
Oh, <laughs> um, he didn't say this is you your warning. Say- <laughs> yeah. Oh. Andy's not the game master. You're not being warned at all. Uh, I knew what you okay. meant when you said load. Uh, yes, but this is uh, Cillian Murphy's character from When That Shakes the Barley. So that is three points for last name. Uh, <laughs> boy, <laughs> boy, Jesse, Ben, incorrect. Wow, Emilio, go ahead, go ahead. Yes, I almost said the answer. Go ahead, Emilio. That's a uh, Ben. No, that's what Jesse just said. It was Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Andy, go ahead. Uh, Len. Correct. That is Roy Big Dog Thurlwall from Len. I did think you said boy. I, said I also boy. did as well. Um, just first names is so crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> you could just say anything. You could just say like, <laughs> I, I, listen, hey, I made the game. This is just from the mind of Colin. <laughs> the twisted mind who brought you the Ken Loach game. All right, let's power Ken through. Let's Loach. power through. Yeah. We've got okay, seven okay. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> John. Andy. Fucking Jesse. hate you. Uh, ben. <laughs> that is correct. That is him. He played. John Keats and Bright Star. Did you like triple check that like these don't appear in more than one? Uh, I mean, I picked. The, yeah, I, I were, were okay. Great. Um, that didn't give me confidence in that you answered co- Andy's question correctly. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> um, there might be a person who does share a name, <laughs> but I—that's <laughs> not one of the ones that I picked. <laughs> um, okay. 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 Uh, <laughs> Teddy, Jesse, go ahead. Lan, incorrect. Emilio, Andy. Emilio, I heard. Ken, correct. That is Padrake, a- Patrick Delaney's character in uh, when the chicks. That, that's a win. The shakes of barley. <laughs> then everything is good right now. Um, you sure about that? Perfect. Everything's perfect right now. Dave. <laughs> Jesse. Jesse. Ken. Incorrect. Emilio. Emilio? Len. Incorrect! Andy! <laughs> Go ahead! Ben! <laughs> he plays a character named Dave in the hologram for the king. <laughs> I gotta see that. I bet that's good. Um, alright, alright, alright. It's about uh, as good as this game, probably. <laughs> Jody. Jesse. Go ahead. Lynn. Correct. Wow. Jody Maine. I would have guessed Ken. I would have gone bad. See? Not so bad now. <laughs> Pretty good game, we all think. Um, Alright, alright. Continue all right. with the game. Stop trying to make it a win <laughs> Um. Dan. Jesse. Jesse. Ken. Correct, correct. That is Liam Cunningham's character in... When that shakes the barley. I do believe there's also a Daniel and Lynn. Um, but I did not count him. <laughs> um, if I would have said Len, would that have been a correct answer? It's not on the list, so it would have been incorrect. <laughs> um, but moving on. Amelia is so mad. Mark. Jesse. Andy. Jesse. Uh, ban. Incorrect. 
Andy. Andy. Len. Correct. Mark Costanzo, who's one of the mainstays of Len. Um, Can I be forward and say I don't know what Len is? They sing Steal My Sunshine. (laughs) That... They had a cover of Kids how in America many, on the Digimon soundtrack. How many members did that? Well, these I, are all past members. Except for yeah. Mark Costanza. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I understand that they're past members. I'm like, they seem like a one-hit wonder. How did they have I mean, this a, is a the, the, backlog of people? There's a lot of people for, I didn't pick. Look um, for our deep dive into <laughs> Len after Tiv. <laughs> Ariel. Jesse. Jesse, I heard. Uh... Can. Incorrect. Ooh, Andy. Andy. Uh, ben. Correct. He plays Ariel in The Tempest. Oh, sure. And that's the end of the game. Wow. <laughs> How could you not include Michael? <laughs> Who's Michael? Michael Banks from Mary Poppins Returns. Oh, ben Whishaw. <laughs> um... But yeah. I was expecting the game to end with you saying Paddington. I did think about including that. Uh, so I'm just doing some quick tallying of the final scores. That was um, the end? That was the end? Wow, that's, that's well, the game is done. <laughs> we we're about to declare a winner. We never chased each other at all. Well, yeah, I mean, look, the chase had to be abandoned. Well, we could return to it. Um... Oh my gosh! These uh, I, I could be completely wrong on my <laughs> tracking. Oh my god! Listen, if Cullen is wrong, tell him. Listen is yeah. Anyone who wants to like, and really... if you if you donate fifty dollars, you can say something that's wrong. Right, you can we'll just declare a winner. Fat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, in third place with thirteen points is Emilio. In second place. With 18 points is Andy, and They'll our come winner from behind there. Yeah, you, the Ken Ben or Lynn really helped you out with the three Absolutely. point. Uh, it's that, that was in my wheelhouse. And then our winner with 23 points is Jesse. The All chaser right. won. Although us combined, Andy and Emilio combined. I guess so. Yes, but I mean <laughs> the way that it it, it would have been gone differently if we did it correctly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, <laughs> that's the, end of the I game. I feel like my advantage diminished as we progressed through the game. That's, yeah, that's very true. It evened out a little bit. But yeah, I mean, look, a smashing success if ever there was one. <laughs> yeah, Colin always uh, eager to declare if, victory. <laughs> if ever there was. Yeah, one. as we as I predicted, uh, Colin won the game. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I guess, I mean, look with that. I guess it's time for special presentations. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, I mean, I have one. It might be what you want to do as well, Colin. I mean, look, I go know. off. Sure. Uh, funny pages. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Daniel Zilgadri really good in it. Matthew Mayer is great. Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's on VOD. It's good. Check it out. Yeah, I'll echo that. I think um, maybe we'll do an episode on it? Sure, maybe. There um, might be more. I think it's very funny. Uh, I, I really like this, uh, the style of it. It's got like a great... Uh, mm-hmm texture and feel i think the score is very good and fits with like the sort of aesthetic of everything uh zogadri is like i think incredible i was uh, yeah. completely surprised by that performance i think the friend miles emmanuel is also very yeah, funny good. he uh it's like a very funny script there's like a lot of great like little lines that people say 
Um, and yeah, I think it's just a, it's like yeah, 85 the, minutes. Um, yeah. The guy who plays his landlord, I also it's, really like. I mean, it's really so funny. funny. <laughs> I mean, everyone in it is just like a great face. Uh, but yeah, that, that guy's just like, he's like a vaudeville revival former uh, performer who's like been in some stuff. Uh, I think Owen Klein said like, yeah, I just like knew him and was like, he'd be great for this. Yeah. Uh, the, yeah. um, the teacher at the beginning is also really funny. <laughs> yeah, that's Steven Adley Gerkes. He's really good. Yeah. That's just uh, a, a lot of great little one scene performances. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, it feels more softy Z than I was maybe expecting even. Yeah. Uh, it, they, it, them having produced it. Yeah, I was, I was describing it as like a sort of edgier, like person to person vibe. Less, sure. um, detective y than that is, I guess, but, uh, Sort of right. like a nice panoply of characters and like mm-hmm. fit the vibe. They all have this sort of, uh, you know, East Coasty like pimply aesthetic. It's like very like yeah. Obviously, it, you know, being about a cartoonist, it's like very indebted to Crumb. And I think the way the characters look in this is very mm-hmm. Crumbian. Um, but yeah, it's very good. I would recommend it. Uh, Amelia, do you have any? I would like to plug the gag reel for Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Yeah. (laughs) I watched Forgetting Sarah Marshall for the first time yesterday, and that was funny. But the gag reel's a little better, maybe. It's very funny. I mean, it's... (laughs) Ain't that just the way, right? Yeah, I... When I rewatched it, it was in what has to be the worst possible setting in which to watch Forgetting Sarah Marshall, which was a class. Wow, what class? Just, like, an introduction to film class at a community college. The teacher was like, here's an example of a comedy. That's very funny. Yeah. Um, it was, I mean, the that was a crazy lineup of stuff that he taught. It was, like, that, the death of Stalin, um, we watched uh, The Descendants, uh, we watched the... Martin Scorsese segment from New York Stories. Okay. Uh, the, the, the pilot of the Sarah Connor Chronicles. Uh, sure. Really, that teacher just uh, went sicko mode. Directed Terrible teacher. Maybe. McGee right. directed a Terminator movie. I don't know if he directed the first episode sure. of Sarah Connor Chronicles. I feel like they had someone, though. Like Maybe. maybe. We get this, or maybe McGee directed the pilot for Chuck. He did. He did that. He definitely. That's did. what I'm thinking of. I think. All right, uh, Andy, you go ahead, and I'll look up who directed the pilot of the Sarah Connor Chronicles. <laughs> Thank you. It might not be anyone exciting. We'll see. Um, da- David Nutter. Oh, <laughs> classic TV director. Yeah. yeah. Directed a lot of X Files, I think. Yeah, a lot of sure. X Files. Game, Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. Alright. Um, for my special presentation, I'm sort of torn between two movies that I have seen recently. I guess I will say... Maybe I'll just do both quickly. Uh, I watched... Um, I, I have it, We mentioned it when he was last on the podcast. I sort of have this Star Trek podcast that I'm maybe going to do with uh, past and future guest Jack Reed at some point. And so as part of that, I'm just sort of loosely 
filling in my gaps on the Star Trek movies, which is just the next generation movies are the ones that I haven't seen. And I watched uh, Star Trek Insurrection uh, about a week ago. And this is one that like everyone always says, like it's every other Star Trek is good or whatever. And this is one that everyone hates and is like one of the least liked of the next generation movies. And I like kind of loved it. I thought it was so fun and funny and uh, silly and like has like, it attempts to grapple with like philosophical things in like a very fun Star Trek way. Uh, Donna Murphy is in it. She plays uh, Picard's sort of love interest, although she's like ageless uh, because she's living on like a fountain of youth planet or whatever. Uh, so that like is, has introduced some weird dynamics into their relationship. Certainly. Um, you got F Murray Abraham wearing a ton of like weird makeup as like a plastic surgery obs- obsessed alien who wants to the fountain of youth planet for himself. Uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's a, a real good time. And I, I weirdly, uh, recommend Star Trek Insurrection, uh, streaming now on Paramount Plus. Uh, the other thing I'm going to, is I was on vacation with my family this week and, uh, a classic, uh, there's a binder full of DVDs here or like a, it was a spindle. There was like a, it was like a, you know, what you would used to get like burnable DVDs or CDs on like, full of DVDs, and then also, like, a little bag that was also full of just loose DVD discs, no cases to be seen, uh, went through them, it was mostly, like, Clint Eastwood movies, and, like, all the Resident Evil movies were in there, and then, weirdly, French Exit was also among them, which was really, really funny uh, to they find. They put that out on DVD? Yeah, Sony Pictures Classics, of course. I guess. Um, uh, and then, uh, but we ended up watching, uh, Steven Soderbergh's Side Effects, which I had never seen. I feel like I don't. You don't hear about that one that much. That's the last one he made before like retirement, right? Isn't it? Besides, uh, uh, besides uh, the HBO yeah. one, the Liberace one. I think that's right. Um, and it's really solid. Like it's got, um, it's got a fun cast: Jude Law, Catherine Zeta-Jones. I feel like are actors who you don't necessarily often like see directors use well or live up to their potential. And I think this does that for both of them, especially Catherine Zeta-Jones, like, I feel like does not get work worthy of her talents sure. often. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, Rooney Mara's good. Uh, Channing Tatum used well, I think. Uh, uh, and, um, yeah, it's like a fun, twisty sort of, like, little little fun movie, I think, that's, like, you know, got got some sinister vibes. Uh, uh, I, I did misidentify which Gummer was in it at first, which is... Uh, a great shame of mine. I, I, I have to admit that, uh, which is, a, I know, a demerit against anyone ever taking me seriously. I saw, thought it was Grace, but it was Mamie. But, um, but yeah, side effects. Check it out if you haven't seen it. So David Nutter apparently directed the pilot to 16 different shows that went on air. Wow. Good for him. It's, it's his claim to fame, according to his Wikipedia page. Yeah. I would love to have the money that he probably has. From those sure. gigs? <laughs> right? I mean, yeah, you direct a pilot, like, you get, like, an EP credit for the rest of the run, even if you never work on that show ever again. I know. He made that Snoopernatural money. That Smallville money. <laughs> Not that Snooper. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. <laughs> yeah, he just sinks done. into his chair. <laughs> so um, he calls it out for saying Snoopernatural. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> do you want to redo the whole podcast? To clean? <laughs> no, <laughs> but Supernatural <laughs> does also have to go in the title. Okay, yeah, that'll get the same. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> um, Alright, well, I think with that... Uh, if you want to follow the podcast on Twitter, you can do so at Can I Kick It. If you want to follow us on Letterboxd or Instagram, we're at C I K I Pod. 
on TikTok at Can I Ticket, YouTube Shorts, TBD. Uh, if you want to email us, you can do so at Can I Kick It Pod at gmail.com. If you want to give us any money uh, for any as we uh, goals land in we Toronto, up, yeah, yeah. we're at T. I'd yeah. love to get a chunk the, of money. Yeah, great. You can buy us a meal or a uh, coffee, even. <laughs> not uh, me. Sure, uh, yeah, anyone right. else you can I mean, I'll get a tea, but that's fine. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You can buy me a tea. Um, <laughs> I probably won't be I will drink tea. coffee. <laughs> yeah, what is the money goal to get Andy to drink yeah. a cup of coffee that someone bought for him? By the way, um, I, am, I am thinking of the very funny possibility of calling this episode, like, Taylor Swift. <laughs> yeah, and they all listen Ta- to the game. Ta- Taylor Swift, Supernatural, and The Chase, and somebody being like, "What pop culture happy hour episode from 2008?" And they really, yeah. Um, but if you want to donate money to us, you can do so at coffee.com yeah. slash can I ko dash fi dot com slash c a n n e s i. Yeah, we got some big plans for our TIFF coverage coming up, so like anything would mm-hmm. be super appreciated right now, especially. It'll, yeah. it'll pay my hospital bills when I get attacked <laughs> by Swifties outside of the light box. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and if you want to follow me on Twitter or Letterboxd, you can do so at Clashly, C-L-A-T-C-H-L-E-Y, Andy. Andy T. Germ, A-N-D-Y-T-G-E-R-M is in Mary. Emilio? Considering th- the things I've said on this podcast, you can follow me at Jutopia too. <laughs> <laughs> Locked currently, uh, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, J-C-P-G-L-I-C-K-W-E-B-B-E-R. J-C-P, Glick Weber. Did you want to say your real one, Emilio, or no? <laughs> no. You can he find did? me. Sure, okay, okay. <laughs> the episode description. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. All right, then I think. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, David Nutter directed 10 episodes of Entourage, <laughs> and with that, I will release our audience. Bye. 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 Bye.